0: Welcome back to the most interesting family cast. I am still your host, Crystal Spring Heaney, CEO, consultant, and homeschooling mother of five. Good morning. Sorry we're late today, but there was something that I wanted to address fully and completely that I saw yesterday. It was a piece put out by uh, NY Mag, I assume New York Mag, on education with the title parents are flocking to virtual schools and homeschooling they'll find a minefield. So I'm going to try and avoid any of the politics of it and just talk about welcome to homeschooling navigating the public sector bureaucratic minefield. So I'm going to skip the intro paragraphs as they're really just an attempt at hitting the Homeschool Legal Defense Association which I have talked about. As you guys know I hold a lifetime membership but I'm otherwise unaffiliated with the group and I do recommend them to all homeschool families as what your membership does is buys you the lawyers you need to navigate the bureaucratic minefield and exercise your parental rights in rearing your children wherever you may live in the world. Let me start off by asking you two questions. First, do you think that you as a parent have your child or children's best interests at heart or do you think the public sector bureaucracy knows better? And number two, why would you assume that most parents are not like you? Once you get to page four of the article, once they're through talking about HSLDA and the myriad of other things that the founders of HSLDA are involved in that have nothing to do with the organization directly, they start getting into virtual charter schools. And page four into page five, they're trying to hit on virtual charter schools and to quote them, it's really because cyber charters have it down pat, at least in theory. So as public schools are stuck moving to a virtual or hybrid virtual in-person environment, they're having to compete with these virtual schools that have already been there, done that. And the parents that I talked to, most of them would not say that public schools were very popular to begin with. The reason their children were there is navigating that bureaucratic minefield to withdraw a child and or two working parents, merely made it the easiest option for many families. But now those families and you guys have been forced to deal with your children in your homes during school hours and are rightly exploring the best options for your children's education. And to go back to their previous discussion point, it pits the public system as rigorous, disciplined, and well-tested, whereas it spends the next four pages trying to prove that homeschooling, and charter schools online are not. Now, not only has this been proven false time again, many parents cite a lack of discipline and a failure to teach a rigorous curriculum as reasons to withdraw from public schools. These are actually some of the main reasons why my children have not set foot in a public school of students. And they kind of stick their foot in their mouth here. So, They state that requiring the children to follow the rules or face discipline is a draconian feature of some of these online charter schools, but then at the same time, they say that parents are withdrawing children from the experiment of public education due to its harsh discipline. So to me, this kind of defies logic. They're saying that public schools are much more rigorous and disciplined, and yet the fact that these online charter schools are putting them in are disciplined is draconian. The remainder of the article merely discusses the author's perspective that homeschool parents are incapable on a large scale, even though they love their children, of properly educating them because the nation's homeschooling laws, to quote them, aren't set up to help parents educate or to make sure that children learn And neither, for that matter, are the regulations set up to govern virtual charter schools. They spend the rest of the article bemoaning the fact that parents think they have a right to oversee their children, both in education and discipline, and that children should not just be left in the care of their parents without some type of supervision from the state. And this is something that I see commonly in people that are anti-homeschooling is that they like to cite one or two specific cases that gain national media attention where evil people did evil things to their children. This is not specific to homeschooling. This is not specific to public schooling. If there are people out there that are wrong in the head, something happens to their kids. And there are just as many, if not more, cases that receive national attention where parents were doing something. And if they were in the public school system, what I've found is you you read those articles where they went to the parents' house like 20 times with Child Protective Services and kept getting signed off as everything's okay, everything's okay, and something happened. And on that, they put it as a failure of Child Protective Services. They don't put it as a failure of the parents. They put it as a failure of the public system. And I think That is correct, the public system is broken. But I think parents are the much better alternative and they are the ones that are responsible for their children. And 99.99% of all parents are proper, good, responsible people who have their children's best interests at heart. And the second half of this, where they attack you, the parent, is about your ability to teach. They talk about parents trying to make up academic deficiencies with no teaching experience and time as a luxury which then makes it difficult to balance your ability to care and teach your child with your professional life and the state must then step in because you're essentially in their words on your own and you think you should have a God-given right to teach your children whatever and however you please they the author of this article thinks that there should be mandatory testing requirements, school district reviews of curriculum plans, and an occasional home visit from the state because you don't know how to parent without the government bureaucracy telling you how to raise your own children. In the end, you have this author who herself was homeschooled for eight years and is working for New York Magazine advocating for public schools over home schools and virtual charter schools unless they are heavily regulated by the government bureaucracy, whereas I and many of you, I think, were products of the public school system and found that it was very much a cookie-cutter system where it was hard even then and now almost impossible that if your child is more advanced, to keep them moving along at the speed that they could be moving and that the curriculum may or may not be as rigid or as correct as what you would like them to have, whereas you don't have the funds to send them to a private school. Whether you're religious and you want them to learn religion as part of their curriculum, or whether you're not religious and you want them to learn something else. And as your parent, as a parent, sorry, that is your choice and as a wrap don't forget homeschooling paying a teacher or a tutor with a group of parents to teach your children was around long before the public school experiment and will be around long after it's gone so don't let your fear of the unknown don't let people bully you out of doing what you think and what you know is right for your children because they are your responsibility. And once they become adults, they will go their own way anyway and they'll continue learning or not continue learning in whichever manner they choose. And that's a wrap for today. We will see you at 8 a.m. sharp and any links that we've discussed, you can find at www.techmom. Dot me.